what I want to do, though, is I have a volunteer. Uh, and actually, you, you can help her if you would like. Uh, we're going to call some things out, and I want you all to write them down on the board. Okay, so here's, here's another marker. Um, and, and you're going to fill this board up. So, like, you just keep writing. As we talk, you write, make stuff up, just keep writing as we talk about things. So, um, while they're doing that, uh, I think there are four things uh, that, that we're going to have them write down. Uh, and, and the first is this. There are things that identify us. So, if I was going to ask you, what are things that identify who we are? So, it, it could be a job or a career. It could be a possession. It could be a hobby. Uh, what are some of those? What, what's something? Can somebody call something out? Food. A what? Food. Food. Food identifies you? All right. Food. food all right. Right. Food. Uh, what, else, what else identifies you? What else? Something that shows? What? Singing. A singer. All right. Singer. Uh, what else? Uh, children, your children define you. Your children tell you who you are. What else tells you who you are? Music. Teacher. Grandparent. Wife. Student, just keep writing. Just keep going. Don't worry about making it in order. Don't worry about just make it chaos. What else? Action. I didn't. Oh, Christian. Okay. Action. Like what we do. All right. At Facebook. Action. Social media. Books. Your profession. So, what? 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 What are some of the professions? Fishing. Okay. Nurse. Insurance agent, what was that? Your relationship with God, right? Uh, your faith, your, your, uh, your church, um, all these different things. You could say uh, doctor, baseball player, Christian, gardener. Like some of the things that uh, I wrote down, uh, I'm not a doctor, I like watching baseball. Um, and, and all these things are things that identify us. So if I put on a jersey and I grabbed a hat and I grabbed a bat and a glove, you would say I was a baseball player. If I sat down at the piano and pulled sheet music out, you would assume that I was a drummer. Right, yes. All right, and so every class is a class clown. Um, uh, if I put a lab coat and a stethoscope and had a pad for writing prescriptions, you would think I was a? Right, all right. So now each of these things are ways to tell someone's identity. And with each of these, we also make assumptions. So keep writing. Keep, keep, if you, if you, like I said, you want to keep, keep going, I'm going to call out some other things in just a minute. But as you, as you uh, each of these helps us make assumptions about somebody. So you would assume that I was a piano player if I sat down at the piano, but you wouldn't know if I was until I did it, right? But, but you automatically, when I say doctor, when you say lawyer, when you say insurance agent, when you say fisher, you assume things about that. Also happens when you say Christian. When you say friend, you assume things. Uh, we do this about how people look. We do this about what political party you go to, what your religious beliefs are, uh, and we think we have figure, people figured out. Now, also, it's a two-way street, right? If you, if you put uh, identity on somebody else, then they will live into that identity. If you tell someone that they are not very good at something, if you tell them they can't sing, if you tell someone... Uh, they're dumb. If you tell someone, people will live into those identities. All right, so something else we have. So we have identities, we have expectations. So what are some of the things people expect of you? 
Whether they are true, whether they are realistic or not. Forgiving. Forgiving. Perfection. Perfection, truthfulness, patience. Did I get yours? Patience. People, people will expect you to be patient, even if you're not patient. Helpful. Helpful. Tolerant. Uh, people expect, students, uh, your parents probably expect you to go to college. Uh, expect you to move out of the house at some point in time in the future. Um, so we, we also live up and down to these expectations that are put on us. Um, and a lot of times this can make a mess. Because if you expect one thing of me and you expect one thing of me, and they're opposite. So if you expect me to turn the lights on and you expect me to turn the lights off, I'm going to make somebody happy and somebody mad. Right? It's kind of hard to get in the middle. It's kind of hard to, to do that. Um, and, and, and inside it creates this kind of just chaos and just uh, mess of stuff. Um, the, I was looking at quotes and I saw one by, by uh, some of y'all recognize Jim Morrison. Um, and Jim Morrison said this. It says, when others demand that we become the people they want us to be, they force us to destroy the person we really are. When others demand that we become the people we want us to be, they force us to destroy the person we really are. Something else that we can put on this board of, this, of life that kind of tells us who we are and what we're doing is ways that we fail. And you don't have to call all these out, but if you're just right, you should all think of ways that people, fail. what are in general, you don't have to tell us yours, but what, what are ways that people fail? Sometimes we fail to live up to expectations. We fail in our commitment. Can't catch fish. Can't catch fish. Were you with us yesterday? <laughs> I went fishing with the Freemans, and Kelly pulled in four fish, and Ray and I just watched her pull in four fish. Oh, you had one. You had one. Okay, I was the only one who didn't catch a fish. What else? How, what other ways do we fail? Miss opportunities. We quit. Lose our temper. Run out of time, right? All these different ways that we fail. And, and, and we're taking this board and we're writing all these things on this board. Um, and the, all the times that you fall short, all the times that we don't live up to even our own expectations, much less other people's, much less God's. And the last thing I want to think about as we call out is fears. Fear for something else that, that hold us down, that, that tie us down, that, that complicate our lives. Um, what are some of the things that you would put down as fears? Family, what you say? Well, I said family, and I was like, surely not. Failure, failure, not family, good, okay. Um, what? New jobs. Loss of a child. Snakes. Clowns, there we go. What? Public speaking. Public speaking. New beginnings. Spiders. Spiders. <laughs> right? We have lots of things that we've got. And you could probably add to this list. And we could even add to these categories. We could add um, our family history and our legacy and where we came from. We could add our dreams and our hopes and, and our expectations. And we can spend our time filling the board of our life with these expectations our identities and our feels and our failures. And so they're, they're still writing, but I'm going to take the board from you. Keep your markers because you're going to need that in a minute. But, oh, it's so nice and, nice and neat. But, all right, so here's our board. Here's our board of all of our things that we talked about.
And here is how we typically deal with these. Right? That's how we typically deal with it. When we have our failures, we try to cover them all up. We put something over it so we don't have to deal with it anymore. If I can't see it, it doesn't exist. If I can't see it, then I don't have to do anything with it. If I can't see it, it must be gone. And there's so many things that we use to cover up that. Sometimes it's habits and hobbies. If I can just stay busy fishing or playing golf, I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, Charles, or playing golf or craft or Facebook or whatever that is, if I can just stay busy with something, if I can focus on that, I don't have to focus on this. Success. If I can just be successful, if I can just get that next promotion, that next job, that next raise, that next recognition, then I can focus on that and I don't have to focus on this. Business. If busyness. If I can just stay busy. I know some people who, when, when chaos hits, they, it's when they thrive. If I can stay busy, then I don't have to focus on this. And you could probably add in a whole bunch of other things. Shopping? Sorry, I didn't go there. Facebook, online. Things that keep us busy. Uh, there's a song that came out several years ago by a group called 21 Pilots. And uh, it's talking about the, the artist who's writing the song. His car radio got stolen. And so he's forced to drive around without the radio. And I don't know how many of you, the first thing you do when you get in the car is you turn the radio on, right? So he's talking about this, and I'm just going to read a, a short clip of it. I would love for you to listen to the whole thing later. But he says, sometimes quiet is violent. I find it hard to hide it. My pride is no longer inside. It's on my sleeve. My skin will scream, reminding me of who I killed inside my dream. I hate this car that I'm driving. There's no hiding for me. I'm forced to deal with what I feel. There's no distraction to mask what is real. And the whole song goes through and talks about his life and how he wishes his car just had sound so he didn't have to deal with everything that was inside. Have you ever felt that way? Felt because if you can just keep enough noise going that you don't have to deal with what's really going inside your head or in your heart? I think we can get so bound by these things and burdened by these things that we, that we believe we were supposed to do, by these expectations. Uh, the expectations are put on ourselves by our past sins and failures and problems. And it just leaves them all up there. And it fills everything that we have. Actually, I'm going to ask for one of those markers. Somebody throw a marker up to me. You got it. All right, we're talking about failures, so... There we go. That's all right. Good try. It was, I just didn't want to reach down there and get that. I had another one. Um, so what happens is then when somebody tries to tell us who we are, it's hard to see. It's hard to see. And so what we do is we try, instead of, instead of trying to, to clean this, we try to do more things. 
we, we join another Bible study. We, we're going to make that commitment to read our Bible every day. We start uh, doing these good things, exercise, whatever that is, that we try to write things over this. Exercise. Bible study. Try harder. And what you end up with is just more noise. Because trusting God, because trying to please God is not the same thing as trusting God. And sometimes we can't truly be who we are because of the noise. I hear this in this story today. I hear Nicodemus come to Jesus um, because what we need is a clean start. What we need is it for be wiped away. And what we need is to uh, be born again and find new life. Nicodemus says, we know you are God. And Jesus says, you really can't see the kingdom of God until you are born again. And Nicodemus says, that's impossible. And Jesus says, I'm not talking about the stuff you do. I'm talking about what the Spirit does. Jesus says, I came so that you would not perish but have everlasting life. I came to wipe away your sins and give you the opportunity to be made new. I came to clear the board so that you can be who you were truly meant to be. See, it's not about what we do. It's, what about, it's about what God does through us. You can't be made new by anything you do. You can't be made new. You can only be made new by being born again. You're made new by believing in Jesus. And when you choose to believe him and follow his truth and his word and example and his sacrifice. You're made new when we stop saying, I'm going to stop trying to show, when we say, I'm going to stop trying to show everyone who I am. And I'm going to show, use my gifts to show everyone who God is. We're made new when you say, I'm going to stop trying to deal with my stuff on my own and I'm going to give it to God and let him show me how to deal with it through his power. You're made new when you say, I'm going to stop asking you to bless my dreams and my plans and I'm going to take time to learn what your plans are for me. Because those are better than anything I could imagine for myself. This past week we were supposed to celebrate Ash Wednesday. And it's a time of service where, where we come and we talk about what it means for self-sacrifice and self-reflection. And, and, and what, what happens is, is it begins the season of Lent, and Lent was a time where you prepared for Easter. And a lot of times people who were coming to the church, it was like a very long confirmation class, a uh, 40-day uh, of learning creeds and learning the, the uh, Bible and learning what it meant to be a Christian, what it meant to become part of the community, because on Easter, that's when they would become part of the community of faith. Uh, it was a time of, of sacrifice. It was a time of giving things up. Uh, when I was doing some reading, it actually talked about the fact that uh, many of those who were going to become converts uh, didn't take a bath for 40 days. Some of us have done that for a week or so. Right? I don't want to go 40 days. 
But that way, so it kind of, you know, imagine what it meant to be made new, to be washed clean, to be born again. It's a time where we remember that we are not much without God. That we remember that we are mortal and we came from dust and will return to dust. And as part of that service, what typically happens is you would come forward and then the pastor would have ashes and he would mark it on your forehead and a cross and say, repent and believe the gospel. Repent and believe the good news. Die to yourself. All that stuff was there and be born again in Christ. Let go of everything that we wrote on the board that told you who you were and everything you tried to do to take it away on your own and be made clean so God can tell you who you are in him. 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says it like this. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. What is it that you keep writing on this board? And why do we keep believing? Because some of us, even when it's wiped clean, we want to go back and start writing it again. Because that was comfortable. I, I at least knew it was there. And God says, the old is gone, the new has come. When we are born again, we are made new. Pray with me.